<laughs> I was trying to switch it up and then it was good. I loved it. <laughs> hey, hey, it was really good. Hey, hey. Well, now I feel weird because I feel like sometimes I'll text people. I'll be like, hey, hey. But like when I say it out loud, I feel yeah. like that doesn't sound like me. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it really sounds like you're like just reading something. How do I say, hey, I'm not reading anything. That I was off the cuff. <laughs> so th- talk about any updates since the last time. <laughs> <laughs> we saw Knives Out. We did see Knives Out. That Mara, was- what was your favorite part? Chris Evans. And if you don't agree, then you're wrong. I do think he um, was hotter than i've seen him but i haven't really seen him in a lot of movies other than what's your number yeah really yeah <laughs> i'm not funny. a big uh captain oh, not, america well fan. i mean neither am i which is a shame since i love him so much yeah what a um, waste he was a bad boy <laughs> he was a bad boy and you know aren't we all we're all a little bad boy sometimes that's true we have a little bad boy inside of us <laughs> <laughs> Ew. that came out wrong but you Oops. know what i meant um and we got sushi we and got sushi. yeah we just we really co- social distanced yeah we did and you know what we're pretty damn good at it i, I would love say. it i do too as much as I love... I wish I got paid to social distance. Totally. As much as I'm good at being with people, I'm really good at not being with people, too. I agree. Even though we are together. But sometimes when we're together, it's like we're not, you know? No, totally. Because you're really <laughs> good at... That's how good at social are, distancing we are. Yeah. But you you make me okay with being in silence. Silence. Yeah. Like, there's times when I am not... A, I have to talk about something. Mm-hmm. But you're good at being like, I don't have to fill the silence. Yeah. And I prefer I, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like to talk, but yeah, I'm definitely one of those friends where it's like, yeah. oh no, we don't, you don't. If there's nothing to, to talk, talk about, we don't have to just talk. Yeah. I'm yeah. getting better at it, but there are times when I'm just like, so what about or sometimes this? Sometimes when you're hanging out with me, are you like, should I be talking right now? I used to be, but not anymore. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was times in the beginning of our friendship where you would just be like silent because you just didn't have anything to say in mm-hmm. that way. And I would just be like, do I say something now? Yeah. Or do I, like, it would, it would, I would just think about it too much. But now I'm like, That's nah, amazing. Okay. Yeah, I usually don't talk unless I have something to say or I'm trying to make a joke. Right. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> so she started a podcast. <laughs> and that's where we Yeah, are. hey. <laughs> I have something to say now, bitch. That's yeah. true. Cool. Yeah, and that's about it, honestly. That is our update from delightful. the last time we recorded. In the morning time we ate breakfast, you know. Yeah. You've heard of it. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of it, but I'm not a breakfast... Well, I am a breakfast <sighs> person. It's kind of hard to describe how I feel about breakfast. I wake up starving. Yeah. Ashley wakes <laughs> up starving. I take a second. And by a second, second I mean a few hours. A couple hours. hours. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so that's that's a, something that we have to deal with in our friendship. Some troubling times is yeah, breakfast. Yeah, you're just like trying to talk to me, and I'm like, I can't even hear anything right. you're saying because I need to eat something right now or I'm going to kill you. That's exactly what happens in the morning. If anybody wants to paint, (laughs) that's a beautiful picture to paint for people. Yeah, so I tend to keep snacks on me at all times. Someone told me I was going to be a good mom because of that. You are. I agree. It's for both of us. That's why kids get so upset because they're not, they're hungry. Yeah. Food is everything, really. If you think Mm -hmm. about it, it keeps you, it keeps you sane, truly. Yes, me for sure. Yeah, no, yeah. If I'm ever upset and being mean to you, just know that you should feed me or tell me to go to bed. It's like a child. <laughs> we're all like children. We're all baby. We were all babies once. Um, <laughs> you shouldn't feel bad for being a baby. I know. That's true. Like adults, really, there are, like, they just get cranky if they haven't eaten or slept, which is so wild. That's a baby. Some more than others. Right. Yeah. That is an actual baby. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't feel baby. good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's okay. Well, yeah, that's uh, what's new with us. Yeah. <laughs> We're babies. <laughs> we watch Knives Out. Hopefully by the time you're hearing this, self, damn it, social distancing is still supported. Yeah. But not as big of a need totally. as it is right now. Hopefully everything's Absolutely. calmed down. It's still welcomed, but not pushed. So we're talking to the future. Wow. What's up, future? What's up, future me? Uh Gosh, who knows? I know. <laughs> Truly, who knows I hope at she's this point? Full I hope she's okay. And well rested. Yeah, I hope she's got I hope she took a nap. Yeah. Future me. Healthy. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, that's really all you can ask for. Speaking of healthy, mm-hmm. I guess our topic that we're gonna dive into today is gonna be about like what I guess our relationship with food and how our relationship with our bodies and stuff has kind of progressed over the years, right? Yeah, because I think this is something everyone deals with. I think it's just starting to be talked about, and it's more, like, common in women, even though I think it's something everyone Mm -hmm. deals with. But, yeah. 
Yeah, I definitely think so. When do you think, when was like the first time, because I think since we have been on this earth, diets have come and gone and like Mm -hmm. diet culture has been such a big thing. Like when was the first time you noticed that there was something like different about your body? Like I specifically remember, let's see, I must have been in eighth grade, but I remember even before that, like, because I remembered wanting to lose weight Mm -hmm. in seventh grade Mm -hmm. and I tried to join or I did join the dance team Mm -hmm. I tried out for the cheerleading team but I didn't make it Mm -hmm. um which like whatever and you know (laughs) Navarro who I went to a funeral that day and then I went to tryouts and yeah whatever and then I tried out for the (laughs) dance team a week later and they're like no more fried food or cokes and I'm a rule follower so I just of course didn't and then they're like I want you to exercise like x amount of days and Mm -hmm. so I would get home and walk on the treadmill and watch Oprah like a 40 year old woman (laughs) (laughs) wow you were like and I cut out fried food and cokes and so at seventh grade in seventh grade I lost weight but then I'm Italian and I have hips so mm. my hips have always been a little bigger. So right. I remember just being like, I'm so confused. Like, why are my hips bigger? Like, right. I'm losing weight. And um, I remember in eighth grade, I I don't remember if it was my birthday, but uh, I had one of those, like, inflatable slides, and I had people mm-hmm. over. And I remember, like, going to the bathroom and being, like, praying that my hip, my legs were smaller. Yeah. And that, like, yeah, no one would notice uh-huh. my legs and just, like, praying that they were smaller. Yeah. So I think that was the first time I really started developing just, like, not being okay with my body. But my mom had always been, like, counting calories and mm-hmm. talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's probably where I picked it up and then just picked it up from kids at school. Because I remember, too, in, like, fifth grade, a boy was like, oh, you're starting to get a belly. And I was just like, what oh, the fuck? God, boys are so freaking stupid i know they just like think they can say that and then like my dad lose. and my uncles too like our family's just very honest so yeah. i remember my dad being like oh you're getting a belly like your dad and i was like what what yeah. do i do with this information right is that like and that's just it's, it's so bizarre that's who says that yeah like today people would be like excuse me but it's kind of crazy. yeah and sometimes people just don't even know what or they're they don't saying think about it. yeah yeah so that was, like, I guess around the time you hit puberty, or did you yeah. get... Yeah, right? I hit puberty in fifth grade, so, okay, yeah, cool. probably around then. Yeah. I got braces in fourth grade. Damn. So, yeah, things just got real. Yeah. I guess I gained weight when I hit puberty. And then I, I got bangs, so happen, it yeah. just really... Wow, that is just a one-two punch, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll share some pictures on our Instagram of As what I was working with. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I feel like puberty really hits everybody... In, like, a really weird way and all in different ways. Because I hit puberty when I was in, like, I would say, when did I get boobs? I guess fourth or fifth grade. Still waiting on those. Hey, I'm not. <laughs> I am definitely waiting for them to proceed. <laughs> but okay. I'm happy with them. Um, That's good. I, yeah, I remember getting, yeah, I think it was, like, fifth grade. Fifth grade is probably when I was, like, damn, what's going on with what I'm working with here? Things are changing and it's kind of mm-hmm. wild. Um, and I think for me, like, I remember, I just, I, in the same way as you, I always had hips. I always had just, like, that's just the way I'm built. Mm -hmm. Um, my dad's side of the family's kind of like that, and my mom's just, like, my mom gave me, like, the shapely part of the upper body, and my dad's family gave me the shapely part of my lower body, so, like, I just remember always having boobs and having butt, a butt and hips and just kind of looking at other people and being like, and I was taller. Like I was the girl yeah. that was taller than a lot of people. And Opposite. like, yeah, I was, I was taller than all of the boys mostly in like fifth grade. And I remember just being like, God, I'm literally like a giant, but that's the thing. There was a lot of girls that were kind of like my height too. So a lot of girls were like kind of as tall as I was, but it wasn't the same as body. So I remember just thinking, um, how I was just taller than everybody and how I just looked different because of things were just popping out in different places. Yeah. And I was just kind of trying to think of why and how I could deal with it. But the same thing for me, my mom was always on some kind of diet and I just, but she was never, but the, even though she tried to conceal it, like you can still just see how people like are always eating or trying to watch what they eat, especially yeah. by like how they serve you dinner, especially growing up. I could just kind of tell by the way our dinners changed over the years mm-hmm. of how my mom was like struggling with her food. So I feel that I feel like in the early two thousands dieting and all that was just in the late nineties. That was just, things were starting to really kick off with that kind of stuff. I feel like, yeah, I don't know when a hundred calorie packs came in, yeah, but I feel huge. like I remember being like, Oh, 
Okay. Do you remember yeah, the Oreo 100 calorie packs? Yeah, they were, I, I've shotgunned they were them. They were chips. They, they were, were like little chips, and they weren't whites, even that good. No, with white, they were like chocolate chips. No, that's not, but they were like little octagons with like little sprinkles on top. And they were mm-hmm. like, here's your Oreo. And I was like, this is not an Oreo. Yeah. But I remember my parents kind of let me eat whatever <laughs> I wanted, and I surprisingly used to be a picky eater. Yeah. And so, like, I would eat a lot of McDonald's and Burger King. And Which is so <laughs> crazy to look at you now and be like, you would not. Yeah, yeah. I would not. Um, because it doesn't make me feel well, not because of my body or whatever. Yeah, but, but um, yeah. yeah, but then, yeah, I would kind of just watch my mom. And then I remember once I joined the dance team and they told me to cut those things out yeah. is when I really started looking at what I was eating. Mm-hmm. But I remember it was never, food was never connected to how I wanted to feel or energy was all about mm-hmm. how you look. So totally. I think that's, you know, kind of how I viewed food mm-hmm. from then on out. It was never just like, no. what is my body craving mm-hmm. or anything? It was just like, count your calories mm-hmm. and don't eat too much, even if it is bad for you, like uh-huh. just eat a little bit. And yeah. yeah. And I think, and you know, it's so crazy. That thought of like how I want to feel didn't hit me until like, Three years ago. Yeah, totally. And I'm 27. I know. I'm it's like, so didn't, I, didn't I learn that in science or something? Wouldn't like, you, totally. And I probably we wasn't to, listening, but right. or it was just in like not simple terms. No, because it's. It, I remember learning about the food pyramid, and like breaking but, down sugar in your yeah. body, and I'm like, right. okay, yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> the end. Yeah, yeah. I totally remember because science. I don't. The only thing I remember about like learning about food was just the food groups and like the food pyramid, and then being yeah. like, okay, cool. Which is fucked. The food pyramid is so off. Oh God, I know. I don't even. I can close my eyes and I. I don't even remember. I know dairy was on it, and, and then like, it just it looks. It. I just remember being like, okay, next. <laughs> what do I do with this? Yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah. What do you expect me to do? This is not what the cafeteria food looks like with my big fat gross slice of pizza. Oh my God! And then like the big yeah, and we would have Our, like, at my public school. It the lines one line every day. Mm-hmm. One line was burgers. Yeah. One line was pizza, and mm-hmm. one was like the gabagool for that day. Like <laughs> it was just so much. I know. Oh gosh! And then then I think about my high school. Like we. We didn't have a cafeteria. We just had a snack bar, and, like, it was just filled with crap. Like, you can go get nachos or a bagel. Yeah, we're just (laughs) super rich with just our snack shack. And now if you go there, it's Mm, absurd. There's, like, a coffee bar and all this absurd stuff. But it used to be where you can get, like, soda, and you can get your um, big cookie that is the size of, like, just it's very big. <laughs> I can't even tell you how big it is. Now. And you, like one of the things I used to eat all the time, if anybody's listening that went to my high school, you would know that you could dip your bagel in nacho cheese. They would give you a side of nacho cheese into your dip a bagel into it. And it, that was like wow. a snack. Yeah. It's crazy. And we didn't have like meals at the snack bar. I don't think. See, I mean, I'll, 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 do, that I'll part. do you one better. When I was at my Christian school, mm-hmm. I know I've told you this before, but you would go home with the menu every Thursday and you check off what you want. Yeah. And one day was McDonald's, one day was Chick-fil-A, one day was Popeye's, one day was Eddie's Barbecue, <laughs> and the next day was pizza. And now that I'm thinking about it, I can assume oh, that totally. is when I gained all my weight. <laughs> because I that's always crazy. ate at school. <laughs> yeah. God, that's so crazy. I don't really remember a lot of my like cafeteria food in elementary or middle school. Middle, Who? Middle? middle school um yeah it was but it was the same kind of thing it was like sloppy joes or tacos or pizza pizza was huge i mean because it's easy easy, i get it um yeah i don't remember anything very i don't remember a lot of vegetables i'm not gonna lie i really don't don't. they existed i think potatoes were considered a vegetable did you start packing your lunch yeah my mom did yeah my mom packed my lunch I remember Uncrustables. Uncrustables were huge. and Lunchables. Yeah. Ubbles. I, just a bunch of Ubbles. Yeah, really? Because <laughs> my mom, moms at that point were just like, here, I'm yeah, sick of 1, this shit. Yeah, 1,000%. Um, yeah, we did a lot of Uncrustables. Um, my mom was pretty good about giving us fruit, so we would have some fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, but Flamin' Hot Cheetos were a huge deal, so I had a lot of Flamin' Hot Cheetos in middle, wow, in elementary okay. and middle school. Is that when you really developed your taste for spicy food? I would say that's <laughs> accurate, yeah. <laughs> The uh, international cuisine. (laughs) That's where my palate really developed. See, I was so simple and picky. I think that's I just so crazy had, you were picky. I just it's had wild toast pick. in the morning. Maybe peanut butter toast if Stop. I was feeling crazy. Really? Yeah. 
I don't know if I, I think if I had vegetables, I was at night. Like we had yeah. fish and vegetables, but then also we're Italian. So my mom yeah. would make a lot of lasagna yeah. and spaghetti and pork loin to my chagrin. And that would just made me really upset. <laughs> I don't know if I just used chagrin correctly, but I, I said think it, it sounds so. good. I like it. I mean, you're Today, the bookworm. word of the day is chagrin. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. Look it up, bookworm. Um, yeah, I just, I just remember, um, we would, my mom used to buy a lot of chips in bags for us because it was mm-hmm. easy, but then there was a point where that stopped. I'm trying to think what kind of snacks you had in the house. I, yeah. house. I think it was just a bunch of 100 calorie packs. Yeah, honestly. we had a lot of that. And then maybe fruit, maybe some bananas. Yeah, we had fruit. And my, we're big on deli meat. We're big deli meat fans. Big deli meat, big on craft singles. Yeah, we had we a lot of that. We used to wrap up my dog's medicine in the craft single and okay, feed it that to ma- him. R.I.P. Joe. That <laughs> made my back crazy. You don't like craft singles? Oh my god, I despise. Kraft I don't singles. like them now, but I ate a lot of them, like Ugh. a lot. That makes me like probably like want to die. Some, do like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some research on me. And I just loved a cheese sandwich. Did, were you a spray cheese girl? Not on my sandwich, but on a cracker. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> I, I hate was all that gross. shit. Which is and crazy. you know what was just like a delicious treat? <laughs> a saltine. With the pepperoni Stop. and a little crossing. <laughs> Heat up in the microwave if you really want to have a good time. It is so funny to hear you talk like that because now it's like, well, now that we're older and obviously things change, but it's, I would love to be your friend back then just to watch you eat your bologna. Oh, yeah. And just like, and this is how you know it was really bad. My mom would be like, you, you eat so many fish sticks, you're going to turn into a fish stick. And I was just like, whatever. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Throw me in the ocean and call and me a fish stick. <laughs> And the same with pickles. Just yeah. eat so many pickles, you're going to turn mm. into a pickle. And you know what? That one could that still be applied fun. today. Yeah, so true. Pickles are still here to stay. That's people, my I'll one true love that. that I didn't shake. But yeah. I just upgraded in quality. And you know what? That's I'm not a pickle a crime. connoisseur. Yeah. Maybe I found my niche. You, f- you did. And just tell me what good pickles to get because now my mom buys I do those. tell good pickles. Yeah. yeah. My mom buys those pickles now because of you. And now I won't like eat certain pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pickle snob. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine going to like a restaurant and be like, what kind of pickle is this? Where'd you get it? <laughs> no, I'll take if it's just gonna go on a sandwich, like as long as you got that crunch, as long as you don't try yeah. to serve me a sweet pickle. We're oh, good. yeah, sweet pickles are garbage. Disgusting. They're so bad. Yeah, they're meant to be spicy or salty. Yes, correct. <laughs> and a good crunch. Oh, mm. yeah, gotta have that crunch. Mm. Love just that. Money. We're not talking about bodies, we're talking about pickles for the rest of this episode. Buckle in. <laughs> Clausen. This episode is titled Clausen. But anyways, now that we're on the topic, just let me finish it. So yeah. Clausen or Mr. Pickle? Clausen. The top two right now. No, oh, I'm not asking you sorry. to choose. <laughs> <laughs> no need to I'm choose. So sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'll take either. They're both absolutely delicious. Okay. You like you like both. Yeah, I totally. I have both. Mr. Pickle in my fridge. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I they totally. have spicy ones. I like that and then the ones from Whole Foods, whatever that one is. That's Mr. Pickle. Okay, cool. I like those. <laughs> and you know what's really good? The Clausen ones. That are mini whole pickles. Like, they're not spears. Mm-hmm. They have all the skin on them, but they're mm-hmm. small. I love those ones. You do? Oh, my God, yeah. I feel like a regular sized person <laughs> eating fair. one of those. That's fair. I do. I like bigger pickles. The smaller ones, I don't know. I'm just not down. I like the chips. I'll have those. But I like just a long, big-ass pringle. Pingle? Pingle. I love pringles. Pringle? <laughs> <laughs> I do love pringles, too. Anyways, yeah. Our cuisine was very simple and I yeah yeah I could eat eat whatever I want but I remember just like something happened with my body where I was like okay I need to yeah when do you think when did you because I remember in college you were you it it wasn't like as it is now but it was pretty close like you definitely still like to eat pretty well I feel like when we were friends in college you still like to kind of cook and make good stuff and yeah because I never really enjoyed cooking or wanted to cook because, I mean, I was the only child. My mom did it for me. It's like I right. had my personal, like, waitress. <laughs> I had my own Sorry, mom, stuff. but it was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so she kind of, but, I mean, she did slowly start to wean me off. Where mm-hmm. I was like, make your own breakfast right. and yes, put together right. your own mm-hmm. lunch and stuff. And I was like, well, a Lunchable. But mm-hmm. um, I remember in college being really excited because there was a Whole Foods. And yeah. uh, I remember my friend Kristen, her mom did this diet. And it just kind of gave you the things to like put together for a fully balanced meal mm-hmm. but I still it was still connected to weight for me like mm-hmm. I wasn't yeah. doing it to feel, feel great mm-hmm. but I still like I did notice that I felt better when right. I ate well mm-hmm. and so I remember I was eating like that and I was training for a half marathon mm. so I remember just like starting to get really healthy 
and not really exactly trying to, but I think honestly in the back of my brain, I've been trying to lose weight since I was in eighth grade, you know, it's like, so, um, yeah, I think in college I started to realize how I was feeling and trying on different things. Like I did paleo for Mm -hmm. a little while and then I just got adventurous. I think when Pinterest came out, Mm -hmm. I got more excited to like make meals and then I would just blow all my money at Whole Foods which your kitchen, isn't the worst place your kitchen at your like Burberry house was good like you, yeah very, you could you could cook a lot I could there. cook a lot and so I just really tried a lot of new things and um started including more vegetables yeah. and you know I started making almond milk and kind of realized mm-hmm. dairy was hurting me and mm-hmm. I was really sensitive to that so but I still think all throughout college I did connect food to my weight mm-hmm. um and then just also wanted to eat better, I feel like, for my weight. I don't really remember if it was super connected to how I feel. But I yeah. was just kind of, you know, noticing what would make my stomach hurt. But I remember in college, for a little bit, I was re- getting really bad stomach pains. Mm-hmm. And I still don't know exactly why. I think I might have just been eating the wrong foods for me at the time. Because yeah. even, you know, if it's healthy, you could still have a reaction totally. to it. Totally, yeah. And I remember going, I went to, like, multiple doctors. I got an ultrasound, like a pregnant woman. <laughs> when and was that? I think it was sophomore or junior year. Okay. And I was, uh, yeah, I just went to a bunch of doctors and they're all just like, I have no idea what is wrong. And mm-hmm. then my mom showed me Ayurveda. Um, and so I like filled out this quiz and kind of figured out which one I was. I can't remember all of it. It's like Kapha, Pitta. And it kind of shows you what foods to avoid. Mm. And all the foods to avoid were exactly what I was eating. But oh, it wow. was like salmon and zucchini and cucumbers. Yeah, right. And so I just laid off that for a little bit. And that's it yeah and it kind of like cured my stomach so I think that's when I started getting my interest in seeing like what different foods could do for my body right and I think that's the most important thing we can do is just be curious totally and then I took a nutrition class but I quit because I didn't like the teacher <laughs> but even though I think I would have really enjoyed that you would have really yeah <laughs> mm, I don't like you so bye. but yeah I, then yeah. I got really into fitness I worked at a juice bar right. I worked at a fitness studio yeah I feel like by senior year is when you really found your niche in that you were like junior senior year you were like very in your element with tread and with yeah you know, all the places you're working at and mm-hmm. cooking more and like figuring out what you liked what you didn't like yeah but I think opposed to now in college I really had like this is good and this is bad it's yeah. like if I ate a burger it's like I was being bad you right. know and yep. so I think just moving it out of that is new mm-hmm. for me and it's totally you know because I think a lot of people still think like that so I was always trying to find like the healthiest burger mm-hmm. and or only eating a certain way mm-hmm. but it's still like who just doesn't love a good chicken finger you know God, and if you don't then gee I well, don't know but no if you <laughs> I mean <laughs> if you're you, vegan or yeah. something yeah I get it I totally get it yeah. um because I I feel like I tap into vegan a little bit yeah. now uh but yeah that yeah. was kind of what I was like in college and kind of how I started navigating it. But yeah. it's just always been connected to my weight until re- or until like the past year or two is when I've been like, oh, this yeah. is so that I could live a long and happy life right. and feel really <laughs> well and hopefully not have to like be on medica- a whole uh-huh. lot of medication. Exactly. And, you know, eating well is connected to your mood mm-hmm. and your happiness and... Yeah, finding all movement is connected to energy and mm-hmm. yeah. Finding where you connect the dots has been interesting too. Totally. You, you realize how much of it runs together because it has been also separate for so long. It it wasn't separate, it was only connected to weight loss for so long mm-hmm. for a lot of people. So it's cool to find it that it connects to literally everything when it comes down to your mood, how your day like it it just it's connected to so much. Yeah, and I feel like too, not even in college, but after that, just looking at ingredients and mm-hmm. kind of realizing the importance of ingredients especially like back to a 100 calorie pack like Mm -hmm. it's just crap it's crap in there like totally it's not even actually food no it's and that's the really interesting part about reading labels that I find because I've only really been doing it for not that long but just kind of seeing like what makes up this thing that you're about to put into your body yeah and you see just kind of everything broken down that's kind of cool and even though that can be triggering for some people. You have to get to like a good place to where you're able to look at it from like a partial, like just from a different standpoint to be like, oh, okay, this is actually what's in this. Um, it's been kind of interesting to see what's what you should put in your body and yeah. what's like just kind of made up of a whole bunch of crap that you really don't need. And, you know, it's kind of crazy how that yeah, works. Definitely. What would you say is your first <coughs> like remembrance of food or body image? Yeah. Um, I feel like 
it, I've talked about it a lot, obviously, mm-hmm. but I think for me, I definitely remember having a moment with a friend who had a very similar swimsuit that I, or we had the same one, um, and she had a smaller size than I did, and I remember just kind of comparing our bodies and mm-hmm. being like, okay, we look different in this swim- this swimsuit, even though it's the same. Um, I was probably like nine or ten and kind of being like, okay, like I remember being like, this is different, but it didn't really freak me out that much. Um, and then my mom was very much on different diets all throughout my young life. Like I saw her kind of struggle with food for a long time. So I think that kind of always stayed in the back of my head. Um, and college was different too, because I was either (coughs) in the dorm, I was in the dorm and that's, and I feel like when Pinterest came out, um, I saw a lot of people pin, um, like, they had boards called Thinspiration. Yeah. Do you remember that? Totally. And people would I pin. I probably had one. I think I had one, too. And I remember just watching people pin just pictures of people's bodies to, like, yeah. this board to be, like, this is what I want to look like. Or, and I remember, too, there was, like, a bunch of going around on Pinterest of, like, the military diet or, yeah. like, how to lose weight mm-hmm. in, like, two days. How to lose weight in one hour. Right. And I'm like, it was crazy. What the fuck is this? And, like, I. And I was like, oh, let me do it. Right. No, Totally. And I have a very, very vivid memory of when things started to really shift for me was when spring break was coming up our mm-hmm. freshman year. Um, our freshman year of college, like, everybody went to the beach for spring break. Um, and I think the week before, people were just going ham at yeah. the wreck. Like, I, I, everybody was going to the wreck, getting their smoothie at Smoothie King, and that was their meal, and being like, spring break's coming, we all have to get spring break ready. And... Long story short, I wasn't even there for spring break yeah, year, yeah, yeah. but I just remember being like, damn, like this is something like we all have to get ready to be seen in a swimsuit, Yeah, you know? Um, and I remember just associating with like, okay, I'm definitely not ready to be in a, like my body's not ready to be in a swimsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that just like catapulted a lot of shit for sure. eventually, but yeah, I just, I remember college was a hard time with that because I feel like everybody was projecting their insecurities about their body on social media through, like, through Pinterest and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember seeing people put on their computer backgrounds, like, pictures of them in high school to kind of, like... Oh, my God. Do you, did you ever no, see anything like that? No, I don't think I saw that. Um, I saw a few people do that to be, like, this and is And also, what I, like, my body in high school, like, I looked, like, a little... <laughs> <laughs> in my little limited two, <laughs> like... Just sad. I, I know. And that's, and that's but so good for you, girl. Right. <laughs> you own it. Not, not shaming her, but I mean, I looked like a baby girl. No, totally. And I think a lot of people, and because I'm, I was guilty of this for almost all throughout college and even after to like really want to chase after my like 18 year old body. Yeah. Because I'm because college, you were just like, your, your body was changing. You were like going out more and not eating all the regular meals that you were in high school and you're fending for yourself and just things are changing, your mood's changing, like just your lifestyle's changing. Yeah. But I remember a lot of people I was friends with at the time were really chasing that old, like what you used to look like in high school. Like their phone backgrounds used to be that, their computer backgrounds used to be that. See, I never did that, but I'm also really bad at noticing if I've gained or lost weight. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of, don't really know. I feel like it's always been if someone told me. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember my freshman year of college, my mom was like, <laughs> she was like, you've lost weight. And she goes, Ashley, you can tell me, have you been doing drugs? I was like, Stop. mom, I'm training for a half marathon. <laughs> like, it probably just fell off. Yeah. And then I remember someone else told me that, like, I'd gained weight senior year of high school. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, okay. And then I think I remember going to the nail salon. hmm uh, back at home after I was already in college, yeah. and they're like, oh, you lost weight. I was like, I did? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, what? So I guess I just, like, never really saw my high school body, or, like or maybe I just to, wouldn't. Yeah. But I never was really big into weighing myself either. Yeah. So I think I just became very unaware. Yeah. Unless I'm like, this is tight. But I'm also just like, if something's tight, I'm like, ugh, I washed it too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. It's the washing machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I remember being in high school and working at a restaurant, and the bartender at the time, um, I was, it was summer after my senior year, so I was still working, and he came up to me, and he was like, you lost weight. And I was mm-hmm. like, I did. And I, in high school, I wasn't really, like, focused on that that much. Yeah. Um, maybe, like, in different pockets, but I never really went to extremes. Um, and I would just be like, I did? And he's like, yeah, like, that's good for you, like, and made it seem, like, really yeah, good. Yeah, like, that's an accomplishment. Yeah, and then, because... 
I was definitely self-conscious in high school, but not to the point I was uh, in the years after. But I remember at that point I was like, oh, so this is a good thing. Like, Yeah, and I think the craziest thing is like the reason why we are so connected to losing weight in our bodies is just because from things we've heard. And then totally. when people make those comments, I, d- I don't think they're always, you know, they're doing it because of things they've heard and like mm-hmm. things that are programmed. And mm-hmm. so it's like you only thought of that because he told you. Right. And yeah. then it was like, oh, a guy said that? Like, yeah. and then that's a whole other thing. Uh, totally. Um, so now, if I mean, you know, I still kind of have to, like, same take a, take that apart. But, um, yeah, I just remember being like, okay, so that must mean I'm, like, attractive, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah, totally. Um, well, and I think, that, too, The which bartender was a piece of shit, by the way. <laughs> I hope he's, like, I, 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 Ma, I, mean, I, I wish hope, him the best. I hope he's okay, but, like, fuck off. <laughs> But shame on you. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I think that also just says a lot about, you know, the role models we grew up with. Yeah. And the conversation at that time, like, mm-hmm. who I, you know, what I saw was just, mm-hmm. I didn't look like that at all. Totally. And I wanted to, and mm-hmm. I thought that was the only way to be pretty, or, mm-hmm. and that was, like, my main goal, like, bigger than anything, bigger than school or totally. whatever. It's like, I had to lose weight to yeah. look like that. So I think that's such the cool time for right now mm-hmm. is that there's people, I'm like, oh. That's amazing. And even just for, like, for outfits or anything, just, like, yeah. seeing someone who looks like me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's huge. So nice. It's yeah. huge to see, like, representation in that, in, yeah. like, the media. Because, like you said, when I feel like when we were in high school, early college, you just saw, like, a lot of the skinnier models and, like, just, I'm thinking Disney Channel stars because I was really just still trying yeah, to follow Yeah, for sure. I definitely doing. didn't look like Hannah Montana, okay? No, and I didn't look like Selena Gomez, and I was like, why? Um... But then I think when, and it all has to, and it's also based on just your physical appearance. Cause I just, for my, like my whole life, I've just had people be like, oh, you're just so beautiful. You're so beautiful. Oh, same. Uh, you're so beautiful. And I would just be like, okay, great. And also um, just like <laughs> thinking about, even though I genuinely think my parents thought I was beautiful, but like just seeing my <laughs> pictures from fifth grade and they're like, you're the most beautiful girl in the world. And I think for a while I really did. Yeah. I thought I was the most beautiful girl right. in the world. And then I just saw those pictures. I was like, you lied to me? <laughs> you lied? I know. And that's why. And I think for me, it's like when, since I was complimented so much on that. And then when I gained weight, I was like that, then that means I'm not that anymore. Mm-hmm. So what am I now? Yeah. So I wow. think I was, yeah. yeah, I had to really kind of like break down that belief because that made me just like on a whole other tangent. It just made me like totally lose sight of who I was because I was like, if I'm not pretty, then whatever. For am I? sure. So and just because it like fucks up all your priorities. Because totally. Instead of focusing on, not that I think school is that important. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go to school, so like. Yeah, but also, I mean, I just picked a major that I was like, oh, I can do anything with this, right. whatever. Same. But I mean, I was also just trying to enjoy my life. But the amount of time and energy I put into like wanting to lose weight or look good for boys or. Whatever, yeah. just, like, that's, one, exhausting, because that's a lot of, like, energy you're yes. using from your brain. It's totally. just, like, exhausting, and you feel like you're failing because mm-hmm. you're not losing weight, and it's mm-hmm. just, like, a vicious cycle. And no one's, like, kind of giving you, like, no guy is coming, is giving you, like, the time of day. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, they were, but. Well, I mean, like, back up, <laughs> None you of the ones I wanted. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> it's, like, no guys were giving, because that's the thing, like, I just I, I I'm pretty self-aware so I knew how I was in high school like if guys were giving me attention like I was good like I, my confidence was mm-hmm. super high and I didn't get a lot of that in college from like the kind of guy that I wanted yeah. so I was like so my confidence went down so like and that's and what's crazy is that my confidence really just went back to like who thought I was attractive yeah if I didn't think I I, I mean who cares if I never if I thought I was attractive like I never did, so yeah. I would I would have to wait for somebody else to tell me that I was, which is yeah. crazy. No, it. I mean, especially too with growing up with your parents being like, "You're so beautiful." Mm-hmm. It's like you are used to hearing it, and I guess it does start connecting to men because even if my parents are like, "You're so beautiful," I'm like, "Well, I know you think that." Yeah, I'm like, "Don't <laughs> pity me." But yeah, I feel like you know we need to be taught to be like, <laughs> you need to believe you're beautiful. Totally. No matter, and it, that doesn't depend on what you look like or mm-hmm. your size or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, you have to feel it because, you know, even at the end of the day, a guy could tell me that all, all day long and it's just like, well, like, okay. Yeah. And if you don't believe it, then like an empty compliment just like 
it doesn't serve you in any way and you're just like it just like is in one ear and out the other if you don't actually believe it then it's like that was just a waste of time yeah and not to go off on this but this is just what it reminded me of or like and i feel like in high school and college it's like oh don't do that like guys don't like that and <sighs> i feel like even remember then even though i'm sure i was like okay i'll stop doing that but yeah. now i'm just like wait i'm sorry what yeah especially right. when it's like oh guys especially when it has to do with clothes i'm like mm. i'm not dressing for you motherfucker <laughs> yeah, totally <laughs> or like in, in the same realm like guys don't like when you wear that much makeup i'm like oily do oily me like i'm just like fuck off who cares i know and especially if it has to do with my outfit i'm like oh i didn't yeah. know you were the king of fashion i'm so sorry show me your lookbook when's your when's your next when's your next um fuck i can't remember what's the fashion line called <laughs> But it's so true, like, because that did, that was a huge thing for us. Like, when we were, like, teenagers, I feel like it was like, well, boys don't like when you talk too loud or when you do this or I when you that. that. And I'm like, well, I don't give a fuck because yeah. I'm still going to talk. But, it, you know, it is crazy that it is, it was for a long time revolved or, around that. But now. Or don't have too much hair. I used to get made fun of yeah. for hair on my face. I'm oh, like, yeah. I am, like, half Italian, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to go home and razor blade my face. I need to wax my whole head. Like yeah, what? and like yeah. I was getting my eyebrows waxed. Like chill out. Oh my god, yeah, getting your eyebrows waxed for the first I time look is a whole thing. Normal, and it just goes back to like, oh, we're supposed to look this certain way, mm-hmm. and it's like one, you don't shave anything on you. You're just a, you're just a hairy beast. <laughs> I'm supposed <laughs> to shave beast. my legs and my arms and my underarms and my face now. I have homework to do. God damn it. And you want me to get a job? <laughs> I can't do that. I know. It is crazy to think about like how, because I think that just comes with getting older. I've realized that there's, there's a lot of things that you deal with when you're younger and as far as not knowing who you are and trying to figure out yourself. But I think now as we're in the, now, now at the end of our lives, um, <laughs> I think that it's cool how we've kind of just come into our own to be like, you know, we went through what we went through as far as our body image and how we feel about food and all that other stuff. Yeah. And we can look back and be like, okay, that was that. And this is now where things yeah, are Yeah, and I think the most important thing that I've been trying to work on is, like, realizing when I'm eating food or when I'm getting dressed or just thinking about myself, like, if I have a thought that's like, oh, I shouldn't eat this or, oh, I can't wear that, just mm-hmm. being like, I try to if anything, like, write them down or get to the bottom of, like, where mm-hmm. that came from. So, yeah. like, is this something I really feel or is this something someone else told me or mm-hmm. I brought into my own thoughts to believe that's real when it's really not? Mm-hmm. And just kind of unpacking everything. Yeah. And I think, I mean, not to sound wild, but, like, meditation has just helped me do that and just mm-hmm. kind of realizing my thoughts instead of just letting it go haywire up totally. there. yeah. And just, like, keeping a log of, like, the thoughts that come up and I'm just like, wait, what the fuck? That's not even how I feel. Why right. am I, Yeah. why am I spending my time thinking of this? Mm-hmm. And Stepping outside of yourself is huge with totally. that kind of stuff, especially when it comes to body image because it is so mental. Um, and how I've, how in the past couple of years, I've had to learn how to kind of deal with it on my own terms and how it works for me. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it is good to kind of journal or to kind of, you, like dealing with it in your own way is super important and finding a way that you feel is the most conducive to like your lifestyle because I think for me um still <clears throat> I'm still trying to figure it out so it's it's hard to kind of figure out what the best method is for me but I think just meditating has been really huge so like you said I feel mm-hmm. like that's been great just to kind of sit down and because we're all go 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 all the time yeah so it is important just to kind of take a it, it can be two minutes, it can be 20, but, like, just to sit and kind of breathe, to kind of let yourself just, yeah, I don't want to say veg out, but kind of just, like, chill for a second. Because with body image problems and all that kind of stuff, it just all goes a mile a minute. Yeah. And it, it can really affect just how you, like, show up that day or how, you know, you just how your whole day goes, really, if you if it if it gets to that. So I feel like it's important to either let it out somehow, whether it's by exercise or meditating or something or writing it out. It just has to kind of, you have to give it, you have to like kind of take it and get outside of yourself because it is so in your head. And I think becoming aware of your thoughts, because I think, you know, if you're scared of meditation or feel like Mm -hmm. it's not for you or something, I think it's just a good way to become aware of your thoughts. Because someone told me recently that like I was exhausting myself because I was thinking about 
all the things I had to do mm-hmm. or fix mm-hmm. or whatever in my head that I was exhausting myself mentally because yeah. at the end of the day, I'd be like, I'm so tired, but I didn't even fucking do anything. Sure. Yeah. And someone told me it was just like you were stressing yourself mm-hmm. out and just exhausting yourself. So I feel like it just chilled me out to be like, OK, these are not productive thoughts. Like I'm putting myself in a reality that's not even true. I'm putting myself in a negative headspace because mm-hmm. I think sometimes. With a workout, say, because a workout does clear my mind, but sometimes I think you can get into a negative headspace. So, totally. like, say if you're working out, you're like, oh, I need to go faster because the mm-hmm. person next to me is, or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, oh, I, yeah. you know, I'm not working out hard enough if I don't go faster or whatever. Like, it's just important to slow down and realize what you're thinking totally. and how you're talking to yourself. Exactly. And I've, I've learned this in treatment and, other, and through other therapists, but there's ways to, like, if you're thinking about something and there's this thought that keeps coming up and you just kind of say, okay, how does this thought serve me? Or how does this belief help me? And when you think about it, it's like, well, it doesn't do shit. Like it's not doing anything for me. Yeah. Cause if you're letting your brain just go all day and you know, if there's negative thoughts in there, like that just becomes your reality. Mm -hmm. Like if you know, cause I feel like, um, what was, I feel like, with body image, if I'm always like, Oh, I'm too big or I can't wear that or Mm -hmm. people are going to like me. Like, that becomes my reality. It's right. but it's not real, totally. but it's what I'm creating and I'm projecting into mm-hmm. the world of like mm-hmm. I can't wear that and mm-hmm. it's I feel like and I just recently started relating that to money like oh I'm so broke or I'm bad at money like that just becomes my reality. Right, exactly. Or like I can't do this. Like mm-hmm. the amount of things I've told myself I can't do. Right. Then I'm just never even going to try to do them because I told myself I can't for some reason. Right, exactly. And that you're you're so right about creating your reality because it's then you just start to believe it and you're like, okay, well then I can't do it. And then you just sit with the shit that you are stirring yourself with and you're like, and then it just becomes really debilitating. And then at a certain point you're like looking at your life being saying, okay, how did I get here? It's because there was just so much shit that you weren't able to really work through at that time Mm -hmm. because it just kind of built up and it just debilitated you and then you're stuck. Yeah. And I remember hearing, um, I forgot. I think this statistic is like our actions are based like 90% 95% off of like ugh, I can't remember how to word it but it's just like of past actions mm-hmm. or so, so it's like none of its original thought because mm-hmm. we're just acting off of like what we've heard mm-hmm. so it's kind of like if you're if you've only if you're basing all your opinions off of what your parents are taught you or mm-hmm. what you've heard from the world like none of its original thought it's not even mm-hmm. how you it's almost like robotic to totally. a point totally. and that's why I think people get stuck in being hmm Stagnant, not stagnant, but just unoriginal, or just not, or being maybe ignorant, just like not opening up their thought. I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm getting on a different tangent now. No, but but it makes sense. But I feel like it really just it's you know it relates to weight or how you view Mm -hmm. yourself because Mm -hmm. your brain is just compiled with everything you've heard, and so if you're not really getting intentional and listening to your own thoughts, then you're just gonna it's just like a vicious circle Mm -hmm. cycle. That you're gonna stay in exactly. forever and like who the fuck wants to do that not me especially God. like you know like if i'm 50 like i'm gonna wear whatever i want and totally. do whatever i want and i don't want to be like okay well i'm 50 so now i have to do this because mm-hmm. this is what 50 year olds do like mm-hmm. i want to do whatever i want totally and then I, th- I think about like and my body's going to change so yeah. what am i going to do just sit and be sad about that all no. the time oh my god that would be the worst Things, things are going to change, and you have to just be able to, Embrace like, it. Yeah. And love it, and, yeah, have fun. Totally. Ugh. Oh, you have Girl, to have fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's the thing. I feel like now, as just I've worked through my stuff, and I'm still kind of, like, on that edge of trying to almost figure it out, it's, like, whenever I do get older and I have kids, I want to be able to pass this down. Um, totally. Of, of, like, the knowledge that I have now, because I can't see myself four or five years ago starting a family then, or, like, having the ideals I did then passing that down to generations. Because then that's just, like, something that will just keep passing down. Yeah. If my, ki- if my kids or grandkids, whatever, whoever the hell they are, <laughs> scared of that. But, like, if they just the ideals that you carry and you don't open your mind up. Like you were saying, like, it's just things that we've heard or learned from. You got to stay woke, people. <laughs> um, you just If you just keep learning and trying to stay curious about stay who you curious. are and how things are changing. And, you know, it, I feel like then you can only, not only you're helping yourself, you're just helping, like, future generations. Ugh. What? Oh, my God. Okay. Are you? Wow. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, what do you think about people who want to lose weight now? Yeah. I think that's a great question because for those of you who don't know, I struggled with an eating disorder for a long time, and I struggled with my weight, and I've struggled with um, mental health issues that fully surround that. So for a long time while I was in treatment, I was in treatment for, like, mm, a couple months. 
two, almost two summers ago, which is crazy. Crazy. I know. Um, I think I remember at that point being like, fuck diets. Like, if you want to diet, you're stupid. You don't know yeah. anything. Yeah. But now I think I'm in this place of like, you know what? If you want, if you feel the need to just want to live a healthier lifestyle and it's really at the root of that, go for it. Like, mm-hmm. and if you are just, and I, and I, and here's the thing, it's hard because if you are unhappy with the way you look and you want to change, then I, I feel like I don't, ha- I have no business telling you not to do that. Yeah. So because it, yeah, it's, it it's, it's hard because it's their body and it's the way, it's the way people want to do stuff. Like is diet culture like, kind of fucking that up for everybody totally because mm-hmm. it's like you need to look a certain way and you need to lose this amount yeah to be accepted into the world or whatever but I'm not gonna look at like one of my best friends or someone in my life that I really care about and they're like I really want to lose 10 pounds I'd be like okay cool like yeah and I think because I feel like I've struggled with that because recently I'm like okay shoot I'm not supposed to want to lose weight because I yeah. need to love my body so if I want to lose weight does that mean I don't love my body and just right and so now I feel like I have a block there I'm like okay well I'm not supposed to want to lose weight and yeah and, and then I, it just becomes like oh my god I'm just thinking about I know it in so many ways and so yeah what I feel is that I feel like you have to go about it in a certain ways like totally losing weight because you have to drop comparison mm-hmm. do not want to lose weight because you want to look like someone else or you feel like you can only do these certain things Mm -hmm. because you need to look a certain way Mm -hmm. I think comparison it's never you're never gonna be happy not healthy it's just what what's the saying comparison is the root of all evil exactly comparison makes you (laughs) it's in the bible Um, it is it uh, (laughs) It might be corinthians if you're into the bible yeah Yeah, I think it's there john 3 16 Uh, (laughs) uh, catholic humor and then that's just Catholic. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, Christian humor. Bible Please. humor. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyways, and then I think it has to come from a place of love. Totally. Not being like, oh, I hate my body. Mm-hmm. I want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. I think because I do think weight you gain is more than just, oh, I've been eating bad. No, exactly. I've been doing it can bad. Be so many I things. think it's, it can be a form of protection. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, if you kind of deal things with things emotionally, mm-hmm. I think you can put on emotional weight. Mm-hmm stress mm-hmm. um yeah and I think I feel like because I don't know if everyone else does this but I always go back to like okay well around like um Jesus or caveman times like what did they do <laughs> Jesus times <laughs> a BC TBT to uh, Jesus times oh one BC uh, <laughs> but yeah. no I uh oh is something off with me yeah yeah, you know, it's like, am totally. I, because sometimes I think things like that pop up, like, oh, am I avoiding something mm-hmm. in my life or am I not really taking care of myself? Because mm-hmm. I think with me and something I've been trying to do is like, you know, when things are really hard or I'm struggling, like I'll be like, OK, I need to meditate every day. I yeah. need to work out every day, blah, blah, blah. And then sometimes when I feel like things are going really well, I'll stop doing those things. Yeah. And so I feel like I try to view it as like if I'm gaining weight or whatever, or if I'm getting a pimple or something, which mm-hmm. happens and it doesn't always mean, sure. but you know, it means like, Oh, I've stopped working out. Yeah. And so I'm not completely, which I think it can be like, Oh, I'm really sad. Am I working out? Am mm-hmm. I meditating? No. And just kind of like yeah. trying those things on. I feel like it's meant to just be more of like a visual mm-hmm. sign. Yeah. Totally. And then it's like, if you gain weight because you are sad or it's for emotional protection, don't beat yourself up like we all go through it. Absolutely. And so I think it's just meant to be like it's just kind of showing you. Yeah, showing you where, where you're you at. at. Totally. Yeah. But just loving every part of that. And I think it's, you know, it's easier said than done. It is. But it totally don't is. yeah, fall into this hate space because you're awesome and you're great. And yeah. just like we go through ups and downs. Like, what am I supposed to be one size for the rest of my life? God, I hope not. Yeah, and like, I feel like you just go into a depression when you become <coughs> pregnant. You know, because it's like, yeah. well, fuck, I'm, I'm gaining weight, and I know and that's a thing too for pregnant same. women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think just letting go of all the bullshit, yeah. and letting go of comparison, coming mm-hmm. to a place of love, mm-hmm. and just like writing out your thoughts, being aware of your thoughts, mm-hmm. and listening to what your body craves, like. Yes. You know, if it wants an orange or, you know, if it wants a burger. And I think when I now, like, crave a burger, I I just want something good quality. But yeah. I'm not going to deny myself that. No, because you want it. Yeah. So I get it. Because it's, that's the thing. It has to, 
you have to, and that's the hard part for a lot of people is getting back in tune with like the core needs of your body. Yeah. Because I have severely lost that and I'm like just now getting back to that Mm -hmm. because when you're dieting and you've gone through all those things, like that part of you is completely shut off and you have to totally refine that because you don't know how to listen to your body when you go through that, when you go through an eating disorder, when you like just go through like a trauma in that way. I feel like it's just hard. Yeah. So I feel like at the root of it, like if you struggle in any way, like related to any of those things, it really has to go down to or come back to like your relationship with like your body and like, oh, my like I'm hungry and like what does that mean? What do I want? So it is like kind of coming back in tune with like your body and what it, and listening. And that takes a long time to practice because a lot of people I feel like lost that skill. I've lost that skill because mm-hmm. of all the diet culture shit well, that's and happened. Well, we almost maybe we're never even um not that we because I do think we're born with it, but yeah. you know if your parents are just feeding you what they think right. you should mm-hmm. be eating yeah. or be, they're feeding you what society told you to, you know, it's mm-hmm. like you may have never even really had it. Like no, exactly. it is a natural thing, mm-hmm. but if it just becomes full of shit we've heard and it's like, and oh, I need these many calories right. or, right. you know, it just, mm-hmm. we're so out of whack and we just need to get back to basic. I feel like it, it, exactly. It is coming back to basic because diet culture turns that upside down of like, yeah, you need to eat this amount of times a day. It needs to be this amount. And mm-hmm. if you go over, then you're fucked. So it's yeah. like, it's kind of trying to get back to the root of it because, and that's the thing, like there is, and it's, it's so hard to like find a happy medium, especially just kind of with, dieting and your body and like what your body needs because there is like you do need like x amount of veggies a day and like this amount of serving of this like Mm -hmm. so it's hard to kind of balance that out but like man exactly but it you know just rejecting all like if you do like feel like your body has changed and and you need and you kind of want to figure it out like I don't see the problem with kind of doing like things like elimination stuff or if things are going wrong like in that way or if you want to cut back on this like totally do that like I am no I am in no position to say that nobody should ever like kind of be curious about their body and want to change something like if you do that's fine it's a way to get to know your body even more and if it's something you struggle with like it could be coming from your thoughts and past mm-hmm. beliefs. So right. don't be afraid to go to a therapist yeah. or like a health coach mm-hmm. or something because we have just been like <coughs> so out of whack with our thoughts exactly. and things right. that like you you could totally use help to yeah. just get back to what you believe and how you really feel about yourself. And mm-hmm. like it's totally fine if you don't understand food and what it does yes. for you. Like, oh, my God. Food just, has gotten for me especially. It's gotten so damn co- – it got so complicated. Yes. Because society and – everything has just kind of put everything on its head of like you know what actually fruit has too much sugar so don't eat it you're like okay well fuck what am i supposed to eat yeah so it's it's kind of getting it's kind of trying to like reject those myths of that shit and like get back to the root of and make it simple like food i i from and i know you probably feel the same way that food does not have to be that complicated like if you want x go get it like if you want this go like and but just be intentional with it i think is probably the best way to say it is like you just have to get back to the the core, like, belief system of listening to your body and figuring out what it needs. Because I think if you really are in tune with your body, then I feel like that's, it's, it just comes naturally. Like, food yeah. just comes easily to you. you yeah, know? I think everything you need, you always have. It's mm-hmm. always there. You yeah. know it. We've just, yeah, we've just had so much shit that it's like it's, we can't weed through what, how we're really feeling totally, or thinking. Totally. You have to weed through so much bullshit lately and I think we're getting to a better place with like you know not as many people like accepting diets for what they you know and because there's so much moral value attached to it so yeah. it's kind of rejecting that just to be like no if I eat a burger I'm not a bad person like, yeah and if I have some Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets I'm not a bad person or yeah. my like or I'm not going to gain 20 pounds you have to just like kind of get to a very simple yeah and almost on the opposite opposite side too like <coughs> eating well for your body you know because I, I feel like I used to get shamed of like, oh, you really want a salad? I'm like, genuinely yeah. what I want. Okay? Totally, no, 100%. Like, it's like, oh, you're being so good by eating a salad. It's like, no, I actually just want a salad. Yeah. And it's not, it doesn't make me a good person for wanting a salad. Yeah, and like yeah. eating well so that I live a long life. And I think, you know, it's just like get curious about food. And it, yeah. it almost too, like, I've been noticing this with working out because I used to always be like, I have to do cardio mm-hmm. for an hour. Mm-hmm. And lately I've been doing Pilates and I still get in my head of like, Okay, but I should at least go do a a run or something. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, I think all we need to do is, like, 
move, do what feels good, mm-hmm. have some fucking fun. Jesus, please. God. Yeah. And we've just, <laughs> we've made book. everything so complicated That's the and thing. it could just be so simple. It really is. And I think at the, like at the root of all of this food, body image, everything is like, it could be very simple and it yeah. can be just like exactly what you're needing in that moment. Like, what are you needing in this moment? Yeah. And, fig- and kind of just getting curious about that, you know? Yeah. So I think what I would recommend you like trying on a meditation or some form of that for you and, mm-hmm. you know, just becoming more aware of your thoughts and writing down what, it, or just being aware of like, do I actually believe this? Like, yeah. fuck the noise and right. just listening to what is actually you because, like, you have everything that yeah, you need. Totally. And I think on and supporting my- others. Yeah. Stop and comparing yourself. Yes, because on that note. Because you're I- perfect to me. <laughs> Baby, I'm perfect for you. Or I think it's really important to do a social media detox. Um, mm-hmm. If you follow a lot of people that you don't have um if you don't know or that you have no business following like or people just like when you see it you don't feel, feel good. good right and like if you're and it's actually, not even their fault like they right. may not even be doing anything no. but it's like you're just you see them and you start comparing totally you're just like oh they annoy me it's like unfollow then mute I'm just mute, mute is a beautiful, beautiful yeah thing. and if you like personally know them but they still piss you off mute them like yeah but like i remember when at I was in treatment. I just unfollowed a lot of Instagram models because I had no business. I just knew yeah, by looking at them, I just felt you. shittier. And it was like, okay, this is something I have to do because I really don't have any pure enjoyment when I look at what they're doing. Like, it, there's just nothing that I get, I gain from that. So totally. I think it's important to, like you said, and then also just to kind of get curious about where you're at on social media because that is a big part of our lives. So it's important to kind of set the t- set the tone on your social media of what you want to see. And knowing when it's not serving you at right. all. Even if you're following people that make you feel good, but you're still using it as a way to numb out. And I'm guilty of this. Like, yeah. it's hard. It's fucking hard. Oh, it's just totally, kind yeah, of like, totally. sometimes, do you ever go to, like, check the time and you realize you didn't even check the time, but you're on Instagram somehow? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, That's how it. did I get This here? is not why I was here. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do that all the time. So, yeah, just kind of realizing what's not serving you and... Yeah. Letting it go, but you know, realizing it doesn't have to be forever. But if yeah. you're abusing it, and yeah, exactly, all that stuff. And totally. also, I feel like I just want to say, like, hmm, <laughs> we wanted to start this because it's just an open conversation. Like, yeah. I'm not saying I'm an expert on right on anything, but right. I think it's just an important time to like open up that conversation, no matter man, woman, or child. Like, if you're a baby, listen. Yeah, like <laughs> we can talk about this kind of stuff yeah. and just like you know, what works for you and mm-hmm. what feels good for you or, like, where you've come from and thoughts that you've had. Just, yeah. like, having it more of an open conversation. I feel like lately I've just been, like, craving to have mm-hmm. more of a real conversation. Totally. Yeah. And I definitely know I can always do that with you. And yeah. I just want to, like, even if one person in a room and there's a 100 <laughs> people. <laughs> and no, one if, believes like, in you. One, yeah. Even if it's just, like, yeah. one of my friends. Like, if yeah. one person hears this, like, just something to relate to and yeah I think just coming down at the root of it is like coming down with like authenticity and vulnerability and just opening up and saying like hey I struggle with this but at the same time we don't claim to have all the answers and we're not going to give you a 12-step program on how to solve all your problems because everyone's different just recommend things that just recommend totally recommend things that work for us and if they don't work for you then you can find something that works for you but it's just all it's just talking and being open and I think that's just kind of how we want to do this is always just be open and just talk about how what we've gone through and what helps us and yeah you know. and I just just you know honoring that we're being vulnerable and opening up yeah. and if that's not for you then get it get out yeah then like there's <laughs> get the, out ringing out there's the door don't let it hit you on the way but out. we love you and we hope that <laughs> you do <But> stay, stay. <laughs> I want you to stay I'm just in a musical <laughs> mood now I just feel like I'm like playing that riff off game but no I feel like I just wanted to say that because we yeah. are being you know, more serious and vulnerable. And that's why we went on to do this. And I feel like I'm showing a different side of myself, especially to the masses, because I usually just show it to, you know, a couple people. Absolutely. Lucky lucky bastards. Yeah, you lucky sons of bitches. Um, So, yeah, I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Because we're trying to find an even balance and also find the light side of it as well. Right. And I feel like we've done a good job with that. Like, we can still insert our humor into little things, but also still, like, give space for serious moments. Yeah, because I just want you to know, like... We're being brave right now, okay? Oh my god, we're the bravest people. Braver than the troops. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't even I just said yeah and I didn't even listen to you. <laughs> we're not braver than the troops, just to let you know. But, yeah, bring um, our boys home safely. Yeah. Thank um, you for your but service. But uh, it's yeah, that's what we're here for. We're here to just chat it up, have a good time, talk about serious stuff and fun stuff. Yeah. You know. And get you thinking and reach yeah. out if you need anything. Yeah, ask questions. And don't stay curious. Stay curious. I ask like questions. That. Talk to your friends. Talk to your parents. Talk to whoever you talk want. Talk to us. I don't care. Yeah. 
Yeah, talk to us. So bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking to strangers, truly. If you if okay. I don't know you. Yeah. That's cool. Oh my god, what if people that don't know us are listening to this? That'd be cool. That'd be amazing. I mean, we have random followers. You never know. That's true. Awesome. Amazing. I well, love strangers. Okay. I cool. think that's about it. I love you. I love you. That was fun. It was fun. Good for us. And I love you guys. I and love you guys too. We'll see you soon. Um, yeah. If you need anything, reach out. Follow us at Girl Power Hour. Subscribe. Um, leave a review. <laughs> yeah, leave a review. We're on Twitter and Instagram now. Mm-hmm. At G- it's at Working GRL. on the website. Yeah, P-W-R-H-O-U-R. Both are the same on Instagram and Twitter. Working on a website. We're trying to get content up and running. Um, yeah, because we're doing a long-distance relationship, so we're just trying to figure yeah, this out. You guys, are. if you've ever been in a long-distance <laughs> relationship and you have any tips, please reach out. <laughs> yeah. uh, tell us how we can keep our friendship up, because we don't know. Just kidding. We yeah, do a really d- good job of that. How do you um, not let the uh, the passion die? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do you keep the fire going? Please let us know. <laughs> okay, thanks so much. And this was another episode of Girl Power Hour. Hey. Yeah. Nice.